to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back on the block here on 93.7 The Ticket, wrapping up this Tuesday edition of the show. Of course, uh, with our Hitting the Hardwood segment where we look at the NBA, I did want to make a a few um, uh, other notes before we get to that. Um, First of all, the Nebraska-Ohio State game, which is set to tip off at 6 o'clock. Obviously, we've talked much about that, but I did want to remind people our post-game show will be at 9 o'clock tonight. We have some ticket weeknights programming that's going to be running up until 9 o'clock. So uh, the game might end at 8.15, 8.20 or so, um, but just hang on, hang a little bit with us, and we'll be there at 9 o'clock. The other thing is uh, is that let's let's go ahead and just jump into hitting the hardwood. We've been talking about him throughout the year a little bit on this this segment, but uh, we want to bring him up again because John Morant is looking great once again, and maybe... I mean, he's at least got to be up there for most improved player, if not MVP at this point, where he's got the the Grizzlies you know, in the standings. He's averaging almost 28, 6, and 7. Um, so, I mean, he's just incredible. Last night, he's kind of, it seems to be the last couple of games, taking his game to a whole new level. Set the Memphis Grizzlies uh, record there on Saturday with 46 points in a game that was the record for the Grizzlies. His next game out last night, uh, he did it again. 52 points uh, for Ja Moran on 22 of 30 shooting. Talk about efficiency from the field. That's 73%. Hit all four shots from beyond the arc uh, and even could have hit a few more from the free throw line. It's only four of seven um, from the line as he led them to an 118 to 105 win. Uh, he also had one of his best dunks of his young NBA career over Jacob Pertle. He had a great uh, buzzer beater there at the end of one of the quarters where uh, Steven Adams yeah, did a... Uh, at the half. Oh, it was at the end of the half where... Half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Steven Adams just threw it full court. It looked like he threw it a little bit too far, and 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 Morant had to like he was at the very end of the line of the baseline there, and I think was even going over it when he caught the ball and just tossed it up and and made the shot miraculously. So, um, it was just incredible. He is. A, it was a jump fadeaway. Yeah. It, it was, who jumped the like you said the ball was coming from Adams. He jumps. Because the ball's back and fades away and shoots it. That's freaking I'm 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 dumbfounded. That's crazy. <laughs> Again, it was just amazing and and it's kind of too good because Adams deserves credit a little bit as well because he's starting to look like because uh, Moran will do this once in a while but he's starting to look like Kevin Love back in the the Cleveland days with uh, LeBron and Dwayne when they'd leak out and he'd just look like a quarterback chucking it deep. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Um, but for for Moran, you know, obviously he's not the first guy to score fifty, but there are plenty of, of all time greats that never did in a game. Magic Johnson, Kevin Garnett, Steve Nash, Chris Paul, Kawhi. They still have not scored 50. Morant's already done that. He's, of course, just 22 years old. Uh, what do you think about him uh, in, in two two realms here? One, as the most exciting player to watch in the current NBA. Um, Allen Iverson, for what it's worth, is kind of giving him props on, on social media as well. So, I mean, he's kind of getting the, um, I guess, the attention of the legends. Um, and then the other thing is is just MVP voting. I know DeMar DeRozan's going off. Um, you know, you can have your arguments about the guys that are always in that conversation, but the Grizzlies kind of stick out as that team that hey they don't usually belong in this conversation and he's gone from averaging about 19 a game last year to almost 28 a game this year if he keeps this uh, streak going you're gonna have to talk about him seriously in that conversation I think 
everybody from the beginning of his time, even before he made his way to college, has always in some form or fashion been writing off John Morant. And with the absence of a Zion Williamson, everybody in, in the league forums have been trying to figure out who is going to be the next guy. Who is going to be that person that takes over the league because there's an aging Durant, there's an aging uh, Chris Paul, there's an aging um, LeBron James. Everybody that was in that last core group is aging their way out, to include James Harden. Who's going to be that next guy to take over? Everybody was trying to position um, uh, Zion Williams to be that. Um, But... The problem with Zion is that he's a no-show. He's absent and out of sight, out of mind. So at this point, when I look at Ja, I look not just at his freakish abilities. Everybody says uh, Giannis Atutacombo is the freak. This cat right here is a freak of nature to me. His ability to elevate, his ability to shoot. When he feels disrespected, he'll disrespect you back. <laughs> in, in a form either making you a body um, or or basically busting your eyeball, giving you an eyeball sandwich with the three. So I love the fact, I look at the numbers. So in every category, what an NBA player must do to include all of us that want to stay in the league, we want to try to progress in some areas. We want to either try to expand our game. If, if mid-range was our game, we want to expand our range. If posting was our game, we want to get to the mid-post. Mid we want to work on different things to expand our game, right? I look at him, with all of his numbers being pretty much equal, he's taking more twos than he has in his previous first two years. In doing so, he's taking about another four more twos than he has in his, his, his previous two years. He's shooting. His effective field goal rate has went up three points, on the totality of his career. His free throw numbers are still in the range of moderate. His rebound numbers are pretty much uh, up significantly by almost two points. His assist numbers are still at about seven, so he's still averaging about seven. But here's the part that I see. 17 points as a rookie, 19 points as a second year, 27 points as uh, now an all-star. I love this kid and I love everything about his game. He plays hard. He continue. He, he, he doesn't take a night off. He will come at you. If you come at him, he's going to come at you. I love everything about John Morant. I think he has a long future barring any injuries. He's the closest thing to Allen Iverson. I, I, I recall uh, since I've seen him, but with more leaping ability, because he'll 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 put you in a body. Yeah, that that leaping ability reminds me, and it, it's kind of similar here. And, and, and as I'm bringing up this MVP conversation, is the Derrick Rose MVP? Ooh. Of course, he got hurt um, in, in that year and was never the same player, and it was really sad. But at that point in his career, he had the best record for the Bulls in the NBA. He won the MVP when he was 22 years old, just like John Moran is right now, and he was that guy. I mean, he would buy. Uh, you know, a guy up every mm. few games and, and get a, a, a magnificent slam, you know, every every few games. He had that 
um, he had that type of takeoff ability. Um, and and we've been and, and basketball fans for years have been wondering what would happen if he never got injured. You know, kind of uh, throw him in with the Grant Hills. There's guys like that that go throughout their career. Um, I just hope John Morant um, can stay healthy, like you're saying, because when you when you do go to the hoop, I mean, that can be that it, it can shorten some careers the way that they, that he's doing it. But he's still young and, and bouncy. It's not a problem at this point. But um, you know, maybe this. Did is, you see where he jumped from, Bach? Yeah. When he dunked on Pearl. Did you see where he jumped from? <laughs> and so normally when somebody jumps from that with that far out, he's on his way down. He jumped from that far out, caught a body, and kept going. I was like, oh my God. Why isn't he in the dunk contest? That's all I want to yeah. know. As garbage as the dunk contest was this year, why is this kid not in the dunk contest? That's all I want to yeah, that would have been nice to see. Hopefully, we can see the dunk contest revived because this year did not help it out. It um, was garbage. It yeah. was the worst. <laughs> I, I would have to venture to say, Bach, it was the worst of all time. Yeah, it was probably right up there. All time. Uh, one other NBA note I wanted to bring back up. Uh, well, there's maybe two um, very quick ones. DeAndre Jordan let go by the Lakers. I believe some other teams are looking to pick him up. Um, kind of interesting that they did this in a way where they didn't shred his contract at the trade deadline. So the Lakers are going to end up still paying like $5 million out of this. Just bad ownership, it looks like, at that point in Facts. time. And, and management there. Good for him. Yeah, Go good for him. Go get that double up. Go get that double up money. <laughs> yeah. Turn five to ten. <laughs> there you go. That's just bad business by the Lakers, I suppose. The other one is Isaiah Thomas is back on a, on a 10-day deal. Isaiah Thomas has been fighting. Of course, this is a, the diminutive Isaiah Thomas. Not very big. He had those all-star seasons uh, with the Celtics. Uh, again, had an injury that kind of that kind of held him back. But he's been ter- tearing up the G League to the point where if he was a younger player, somebody would have signed him you know long ago um but at this point at least he's getting another shot in the nba he's always i follow him on twitter he's always asking for it so i'm glad to see him uh get his another opportunity yeah i love him i love he's got spunk i just i love i love everything about him i mean he goes out to uh the league up in seattle and he goes out to uh the la league that that everybody all of us used to play in and he goes nuts and he puts on a show. He has that capability to still get it done. Uh, but just now for what he does, it, it's not required of him. And so it, the thing is, is can he just fall into the role and play the position and do what is needed? I just don't know if that's in him because he's just got too much spunk. Yeah, and it, for what it's with, it's, it's with the Hornets right now. We're kind of struggling. So maybe they'll look for him uh, to kind of push him going. Sometimes those 10-day deals can lead to something a little bit longer. Hopefully it does for him. But like you said, he's just kind of a, of a scorer. Um, so if he's not yeah. your number one option, maybe it could be somebody's guy off the bench. I always thought maybe a possibility. But um, the, one that, the one that should be in the league before we go is Jamal crossover that's right (laughs) that i don't care what anybody says there's no way that he should not have been in the league even with all the COVID stuff, he should have been. In the yeah, he. Period. Speaking of fifty, you know, burgers, he dropped one right before he he basically left the league. I mean, that guy could get it going. Always one of my favorite players there. Um, that'll wrap it up there for on the block. We've got up the middle coming up next for the ticket weeknights. Like I said, full night of ticket weeknights. So the uh, Nebraska Ohio State our post game for that the hoops post game will not start until nine o'clock tonight. But we'll be back to cover that. Hopefully, a victory that we're covering up tonight. But that'll do it for. On the block here on a Tuesday edition. We'll be back, of course, throughout the week. But thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later tonight after the ball game. Have a good one.